Hello, welcome to another episode of the Hayes Hustle Podcast. It is Tuesday, Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes. It's going down today. I am ready to roll. I am so happy to be here, so happy to be alive. This is just, uh, you know, it's that time, man. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. I hope you are off to a fantastic start to your week. Tuesday. It is it's that time of the week when it starts getting a little tread on the week, right? That 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 first day back is kind of like, oh, you, you're not really, you know, you know. For me, I'm excited to go because the beginning of the work week's the starting line. I can't wait to get rolling. Tuesday is like, you know, I usually have a really big Monday. Tuesday is a big office day for me. I get to record, uh, do a bunch of recording today. I get to um, uh, finish up a bunch of crap I'm supposed to do in the office and things like that. Really light in the gym today. So I get to be, I get to do what I love to do. Uh, I love doing it all. This is just kind of like a new girlfriend, though. You know what I'm saying? Like my training is like my wife. You know what I mean? Like I've been with that one for a long, long time. And this was like, yeah, I'm like the sound like I I got, like I have multiple, I don't have multiple, I don't have girlfriends or anything like that. But. This is kind of like having a wife and kind of have like a girlfriend because I love doing this too. So when I come over here, I just love doing this part. And, you know, I love kind of all of it. You know, I got my Bread City football and I love going to Bread City football. It's like a whole nother girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to bounce back between these girls. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and entrepreneurs, remember, that's the key. Instead of if you were some kind of, you know, when you was young, you was Playboy Buddy Rose and you were so used to having all these girls when we grow up the businesses is the girls we ain't you got one girl get you one wife man get you one girl that do the thing whatever you need her you know what i mean whatever y'all whatever you need her to do be the wifey be the girl whatever she needs to do and then you start making these businesses the girlfriends. So you go over here, you get a little money, you get a little this, get come over here, get a little love, get a little money. You are you are said ain't always money. Sometimes you gotta go over there and take care of them, right? You gotta go over there and water it, you gotta go over there and feed it, you gotta go over there and make sure it's gonna be alright, right? Like you would do a girl that you know, they they're serious. Like you gotta go buy them some food, gotta go buy them a bag, gotta go do the that, like <laughs> It's the business. Sometimes the business is going to need some money. Sometimes the business is going to pay you. It's just like a girl. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you out there, it's just real shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we do instead of trying to do the same shit we was doing years ago. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes. I'm coming in hot, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really that time. Use these businesses and use these hustles to bounce back and forth off of and and have them complimenting each other and making you some money doing you some real good right like instead of you uh living that old school playboy buddy rose life going around spending your money and tricking it off doing all this other mess right like you know that so this is this the grown-up version the grown-up version of the hustle do the hustle this is the grown-up version of doing the hustle with coach hayes you know what i'm saying <laughs> I love how all this stuff kind of comes right back to life. Like it is, it's not a game. I don't got none of this shit written down. This is just, this is just off the top of the brain. I'm not bullshit. This is off the top of the brain. Hey, a couple good big things we gonna get into today, 
right? I got a big testimony today. Big testimony to get today. Testimony service is coming soon. Testimony service coming soon. And of course, we're going to talk a little real talk about recruiting. Like always, real talk about recruiting. I want you to always know you're going to get a little real talk about recruiting. You'll get a little real, you know, I'm always going to throw you that real game. Always going to throw you the real game, man. Always going to throw you the real game. Hey, today's episode brought to you by Hayes Fitness and Performance. Uh, hey, I've been out here. I done changed my name a couple times, but it's all Coach Hayes. Uh, whether it's OTA, whether it's Hayes Sports Performance, but Hayes Fitness and Performance sounds like exactly what we do. Uh, Hayes Fitness and Sports Performance. That's a little long. But, uh, but yes, hey, I, I'm a proud sponsor of the Hayes Hustle Podcast Show. Uh, again, Hayes, that, you know, my fitness and performance is kind of like my wife. And it allowed me to do great things like this Hayes Hustle podcast to be able to branch off and not just help people in the building with me, but be able to help people uh, outside the building who can't afford to come in and train or who not even in the same state with me. And they want to hear some of the things because honestly, the biggest things I do in my training is things you can't see from the videos that I post online is what I tell the athletes. So if I can start giving, I'm giving that game away on this podcast. Some of the same things I tell my athletes, some of the same thing I tell my own children i'm telling you on this podcast but my fitness and performance company has allowed me to help and send over 500 kids to college without them paying for it in various different sports allow me to ignite their hustle ignite their passion for their sports and and we developed some very good athletes that went on to college and had productive lives and went, you know, and they're still there. Some of them are still there. Some of them passed through. Some of them are on their way. It's just always in flux. And I just, uh, I love living through my gift. And the way I live through my gift is my performance company. Uh, if you're looking, if you got an athlete that need confidence building, that needs skill building, that needs strength building, that needs speed building, if you need a, uh, a special trainer. I'm not a run-of-the-mill trainer. I'm not one of these cats that you see, you know, uh, that you can find a dime a dozen. I'm one of these special dudes. If you look, if you got a special athlete looking for some special development, get a hold of Coach Hayes. Okay, get a hold of Coach Hayes. Uh, you can DM me uh, on Instagram at, at OTA underscore Team Hayes. Give me a phone call nine seven one. 483-51 or give me an email coachwillhayes at gmail.com let's get into it man let's get into it big show today big big show today big 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 show today okay it's serious today man tuesday uh i love tuesdays because again when i first came up with this concept about doing a podcast show many years ago now it sucks because i haven't even been doing this for a year but i've been thinking about this for you know damn near 10 years uh but uh when i first decided to do this this podcast my real deal was i was only gonna do tuesdays real talk with coach hayes that's all my show was gonna be so Tuesdays are a special day to me because I feel like, you know, it's the OG show. It's the one I was really just going to do that one. And then it kind of went in, you know, my father passed away. I, I, I thought about the show way before my father passed away. And that's when it's going to be Real Talk Tuesday. And uh, and then after my, after my father passed, 
I was just flooded with so much emotion and so much game and so much stuff I need to come out and, and talk about. And, you know, that I decided that, nah, you know what? I need therapy five days a week. This needs to be something that I can get into five days a week uh, that I can lose myself into, that I can look forward to, just like I should look forward to our conversations every day. And so it became more than because Tuesday would be a, you know, a five hour podcast, you know what I'm saying? Because I just have so much to unload and I don't have that much time because I am busy. So I like to have a schedule of being able to come in podcasts every day. It keeps me focused. It keeps me on schedule uh, and it keeps me consistent with my, not only with my audience, but with my father. I promise him I'll continue our conversation. And so our conversation is my dad wanted to my dad wanted to be in books. He wanted to be heard. He wanted to be seen. He wanted to be, you know, my, my dad was that guy. I'm not so much of that guy. I don't really like to be seen, uh, uh, which is why right now, while we're experiencing tough technical difficulties is really great for me to podcast because ain't nobody looking at me and I can just go, 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 go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really comfortable for me just go. You know what I'm saying? My dad though, my dad loved being seen, loved being on the scene, loved being, you know what I mean? He wanted his, he wanted to have his game in books. He wanted to have it however he can get it out there. So I feel like I'm doing my part by, uh, by getting my dad's game out there. Everything I'm talking about is my my dad taught me in some some shape uh form. He's taught me all this stuff. So I'm giving it to you, baby. That's what it's all about. Pass on the game. Pass on the game is told, not sold. You got me? The game is told, not sold. I'm telling it to you. Okay? I'm telling it to you. Hey, I start off the show by saying I'm Thankful to be here. Like, like, thankful, thankful, thankful to be here. I've been kind of been this realization this last week where uh just got through thawing out of the big ice storm 2024 in Oregon. Big old ice storm came and hit us for a week. Knocked the kids out of school for a week. You couldn't get around. And the big and, and, and it just caused mass destruction around the town. Mass destruction around the town. Unbelievable. Ice power out everywhere. We have power out. I just got my heat back on last night. Just got my heat back on. Right. So I'm still I was I was three, four days without heat. Uh, a couple of days without power. When the power came back on, the heat wasn't on. Just, it just caused, and so that's just my house. I'm sure it caused mass destruction around the whole town. And you were seeing it all over the news. Destruction everywhere. It was unbelievable. Power lines down. Power lines on my block down. Power lines everywhere. The big thing is trees were falling. Holy shit. Trees falling out of the sky. We're talking about in Oregon, see, in some, in some places, they talk about in Canada, Canada has snow and ice all the time, but there's never catastrophes like we had because they don't have these big old Douglas firs. They grow bigger than mountains. And so when they fall, everything going down, houses, pools, you know, everything's going down, bro. And so out here, that's what start happening. These big old trees, massive trees just start falling down because we don't really see weather like that, right? We're the rainy state. We don't really see all that big old ice. But it was getting down to like five degrees with with the uh, with the uh, wind chill. So next thing I know, man. Uh, and, and so let's get into testimony service here. If you don't, let, let's let me let me get testimony service all the way right here. Just let me set the table. If you have never been to testimony service, testimony service is at church at a black church to be specific. 
You get done with the regular Sunday school. You get a little break. After the break is over, the, the grown-ups start congregating, you know, in, in, the, in the, you know, when the main part of the church and, and, and Sunday school's over, here come the main, here come the beef, the, the real part of church. And he started off with kind of getting everybody warmed up. Everybody started talking about how God blessed them in the previous week or how they need a blessing, how they going through some stuff and they need your prayer. Well, I'm here today. I'm on the side of telling you a blessing that happened to me, something that happened to me, that God had his hand over me and my family, that I can't believe it, and I'm just so thankful. And I keep on thinking back to it um, as, as it happened, and I keep on, it almost like a tra it's just a traumatic experience because, you know, uh, last week during the ice storm on Tuesday morning, about 8 o'clock in the morning, me and all my kids are in the bed. We're all in the bed sleep. My wife is away to work, out of town to work. So I'm in the bed, laying in the bed, me and my two dogs. My, uh, my son is in his bed, which is down the hallway from me. It goes my bedroom, which I got a master bathroom in my bedroom. Then as soon as you leave my bedroom, my bedroom you're in the hallway. The first door you come to is my kids' bathroom. They have a bathroom that they share. The next room is my son's bedroom. My 16-year-old son. The next room is my 13-year-old daughter's bedroom. Okay. Now, so we're all laid down 8 o'clock in the morning. And next thing you know, it sounded like a bomb went off. The whole house shook and it sounded like something was finna like saw in our house in half. I didn't know what was happening. Boom. That's all you heard. I got up. I started, what is everybody okay? What the fuck is going on? Oh my God. What is, what's up? My son had looked like he was like dazed in a maze. Like, you know, something had like he had a concussion or something because it was like a boom. We were all kind of just shook come out cold in your eyes you know half dressed everybody i'm uh, what's it you know I'm, I'm i'm grabbing i'm grabbing straps dog I'm, I'm i'm ready to shoot somebody i didn't know i thought somebody had bust into the front door you know what i mean i you go back but you've been in the game you start thinking that the feds is there some nigga trying to rob you i the, the worst mess the worst thing went to my head but it was so much bigger than the noise than that i knew it couldn't be that but that's the only thing i could think of because i'm on the street so i think some nigga trying to bust into the crib so the first thing I'm, I'm like what the fuck is that while i'm grabbing my shit right i'm grabbing my i'm ready to bust somebody i'm, I'm ready to blow somebody away my son like dad i think it's a tree i'm like what it's snowing. It's 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 still five to ten degrees outside. So I'm not in a hurry to get my ass out there. But I want to know what the hell's going on. I send my son out there. Then I go out there later. Uh, so I basically live on like three acres, right? Three, you know, about about four acres. But one of the acres next to my lot, next to my house, which is also my property, it has nothing on there except for trees. One of the big ass trees from that empty lot fell down on my house. Like, so you could imagine it's eight o'clock in the morning and I'm, you know, I, I'm asleep. Basically, what the what the insurance dude tells me. 
if the tree would have felt about six feet another way, we probably all would have been dead. Me and me and both my kids or, you know, <laughs> we're all in such it fell on that side of the house uh, and it hit the house. And that instead of it going through the house, the top of the tree broke off and landed on top of the house, landed on the side of the house. But it didn't come through the roof. If it would have came through the roof, it would have killed us in our sleep. That fact scares the shit out of me. But the crazy thing about it was the dude who I, I bought my house from, he said, he said, you must have an angel over you. He said that should have that that should have tore the house up, but you know it hit the house. I think it hit the house where it should have split the house. For one, the dude had built the house a long time ago. He used extremely good materials to build the house. Extremely. I mean, this guy was a fanatic. He was a doctor, and so he had access to all kind of money. And he just used the best materials to build the house. Honestly, it's not it's not the biggest, nicest house in the world, about four thousand square feet, but it's not. It's not brand new. It's not, you know, not brand new houses that they put together in a couple months. I'm, I'm sure it took them some time to source these materials to build this house. Uh, but that house, that that tree hit this house and it broke. The tree broke. and But the house did not break. It fucked our gutter up. That was the only thing it messed up was the gutter. And evidently the heat went out too. I mean the power and all that, but that was from the ice and stuff. But yo, I just, I just, you know. I just want to thank God for being over me when I had no idea for blessing me uh, and thinking about me and loving me and loving my kids. And, you know, it could have been it just took me away. It could have just been it took my kids away or one of my kids away or hurt one of my kids or, you know, it, it, and and God allow us to be unscathed. And I just want to say thank you, Lord. Um, I just want to testify and say thank you that I feel like I have angels around me, even when the baddest shit happened to me, right? Even when I lose my business, I rebound in the best place. Even when the tree falls on me, I'm protected. And I have no idea, no idea. And I'm, you know, the tree fall on me and I'm just thankful to have a home and 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 to have angels and people that care about me and love me. And, and not only people are here, but energy on the other side that that moves a tree five, six feet to make sure it doesn't kill me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in amazement about God's power. You hear me talking about God all the time. Oh, I pray all the time. I meditate all the time. And I hope because I chase my gift and then I live through my gift and then I talk about it and I do everything. I hope that buys me grace. I hope that buys me more time. I hope that when a tree can follow me and kill me, God say, no, spare that angel because he's here doing my work. That's what I want. That, that's that's what I want to buy. I want more time with my kids. I want I want time to change more lives and to make a difference with more people. And so I feel like the more I do it, I'm supposed to be here doing. God gives me more time. That that that's how I think. That's how I think it's supposed to happen. So I want to. That makes me want to work even harder uh, at doing what I do because I feel like it saved me. I feel like you know putting. Um, just adding up all that good energy, adding up all that good karma uh, is 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 why God keeps you in good grace. So hey, if I'm, I'm out there, I'm just telling you, chase the good grace, man. Chase the good grace. Don't get caught up in nothing else. Chase that good grace. Do what you're supposed to do when you're here. 
so God can make sure you stay here. You got a job to do. He want to keep you here doing it. But if you just here doing anything and you're not finding out what the hell you're supposed to be here to do, it's easy for God to let you go. It's easy for God to let something crazy happen to you if you're not here taking care of business. If you hear me, I, I basically feel like I work for God. The information I'm giving you, the information I give to my clients, I feel like, you know, when I meditate in the morning, I ask God to fill me up so I can unload on them. I'm filling them up. He fills me up. I fill them up. It's like a cycle. I wake up. I go to bed. I ask for forgiveness. I ask for all this stuff. I ask for to be filled up. And then I come and I fill them up. And I ask for to be filled up again. And I fill them up. I feel like I work for God. You know what I'm saying? And so when you work for God, he, he needs you here doing his job until until that job is done. So it, I feel like I buy myself time the more I do what God wants me here to do. And I, vice versa, I feel like if you're on earth and you don't even know what you're here for, maybe you got a great life, maybe you're rich, but you don't know. Maybe, maybe you everything's there for you, but you don't know what the hell you're supposed to do. I think it's easy for something to happen to you, something bad to happen to you, a car accident, anything. Not like I'm trying to put shade on nobody, but I feel like you're not connected to the reason you're fucking here on earth. Then why wouldn't God let something happen to you? Not like he wants something to happen to you, but bad shit happen all the time. So he can let just by accident happen. Boom. So, but if you here doing your job, I feel like God go, Hey, Oh, a car going to hit him. Let me move that. All of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, that almost hit me. How did that not hit me? God, like, boy, you got work to do tomorrow. We need you to say, we need you to help make this and do that and do that and do that because you're doing your gift. That, that's just how I believe. I could be totally wrong. That'd be totally wrong. But that is how I live my life. I'm not going to lie to you. That's the way I live my life. And, 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 and that to me is karma. That to me is creating uh, your energy that you want in your life. Okay, so anyway, I just want to thank God for that. Okay, I just really want to thank God for that. I am just so overwhelmed by his greatness. Just so overwhelmed by his greatness. Okay, so uh, say your prayers, baby. Say your prayers. Make sure you have a good relationship with God. That's what I got to tell you. Make sure you got a relationship. This is real talk, Coach Hayes. Make sure you got a real relationship. What is your relationship like? Not just praying, not just, you know, not when something good happens to you. Thank you, God. When something bad happens to you, when when times are indifferent, uh, when, you know, when times are bad, when, when, you know, whatever. Give God the glory. When something bad happens, thank you, God. Ask him why. When God's, when, when things are going great, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. When you need something to happen, right? Like, it's always thank you, Lord. Ask God. It's always go to God. So, anyway... Uh, that's my wrap on that today. Just, you know, stay in tune, man. Stay in tune. Stay in tune. Okay. That's that. That's that. Listen, well, now we finna jump into a little bit about recruiting. Real talk about recruiting. Real talk about recruiting. Give you a second to catch your breath here. Give them a second to catch their breath. Hey, he's putting down episodes on them, man. That's when you know you're crazy when you start talking to yourself like that. Nigga just talking to itself for no reason. I'm talking to you. Then all of a sudden, in the conversation, I'm talking to you. I just start talking to myself. That's when you know you got a crazy ass nigga on the on the mic. <laughs>
Real talk. I love it. Like, we can talk the way we want to talk now. I love seeing shows like they got a show like this nigga Cam got his own show, Cam and Mace. I got to see Stephen, uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith talking like a real nigga online. Like, you know, he ain't got to hold back no more. He can say what the hell he want to say. <laughs> the platforms have changed, man, because people want to hear that authentic shit. People don't want to hear that cue card stuff. People want to hear you talking some real talk. They don't want to just hear you talking bullshit now, but you talking some real talk and you talking for real, man, come on. It's the same thing you're going to be in the barbershop when you hear that talk, when you hear that real shit with somebody on some real shit in the shop, you're like, oh, oh, this nigga on one. This, this is some, you can't get this talk nowhere else. Correct. That's like this. You on the corner, bro, some niggas with some OGs who's done really done been through some shit and they trying to put you through some real shit. That's what you are invited to right here, homeboy. That's what you are invited to right here. I don't want you to take it for granted. That's that's what you got right here. You got an OG spit straight up game for you, and I done been on both sides. So I'm gonna let you know, you know, I re- I remember them trap days, and I remember being on this side, trying to make it last, make it last forever. You remember that? Who that? Who's that song? Who's that? Keith Sweat, my man Keith. I remember that came out in middle school. Uh, that, that was the shit. <laughs> hey, okay, let's jump into some real talk about recruiting. Real talk about recruiting. I've in the past talked about how important it is for you to go to a high school that has access to coaches, that has a history with dealing with coaches, the success they they deal, they do a great job of developing student athletes. So colleges depend on those schools to have a couple players every year, if not a lot of players. Okay, man, those are important schools to go to because they always hunting championships. They're always doing good. So schools kind of know. Oh yeah, go to go to Jesuit. When I'm, when I'm in town, go to Central Catholic when I'm in town, go to LO when I'm in town. Like they know to go to Westland. They know those schools to go to because they produce consistent, see every year, consistent athletes, consistent, you know, greatness, good, you know, quality players every year. So you go to those schools every year. What you got cooking, coach? Now, here's here's the rub, though. Here's the rub. And, and, and this is some irritating shit. These days, the recruiting has gotten big. People go, they go, they play sports because they want to get recruited. Not all high school coaches want to be a recruiting coordinator. Not all coaches want to, you know, feel calls from coaches and have them, you know, visiting all the time and have a schedule. And my son goes to his high school where it's four or five colleges come every day. You got to manage that shit. Or you got to get a coach to manage that shit. You see Nick Saban getting out the game right now. You see a lot of these people because the NILs come in and transfer portal. It's a lot more to manage now. One high school is a lot to manage too because especially with a successful program, kids will want to transfer over there. Then you start getting people transferring. Other communities start to hate you for taking the best players. Then people start talking shit, right? And then everybody starts to come. And then the kids at your, your current school getting mad because you're allowing other kids to come in, but you want to win, so you're letting the best kids come in. Now you got a mess.
It's business now. It's tough. I get my college paid for. It's business now. These high school coaches, your job is changing fast. High school coaches need to either be ready to be a college recruiting coordinator. I mean, you know, your recruiting coordinator to be helping your kids. To the freshman kid that's coming up, the sophomore kid that's coming up, the senior you already got, making sure he goes to college, making, you know, blah, 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 be a good program. They're going to come for you. They're they using your school to go to college. You're using them to win cha- state championships. This is the way it works. And we got some of these coaches so fucking lazy, don't want to lift a finger, don't want to do anything except go teach P.E. and then go to football practice, but don't want nothing in between. And those days are over. And here's the thing. If you go to a high school, you need to you need to really go and check out that scene first. You need to be really open and honest to the coaches first. How do you guys handle recruiting? If that dude say, well, that's kind of on the on the kid and the parent. We let them take care of that. We really not. Then you know you got some CEO ass head coach that don't get his hands dirty. That don't want to talk to coaches. It's not going to promote you. Even if you're a special freshman, if you're a special eighth grader, they know you coming. They should be calling people. Say we got a special one coming. And we got a group of seniors. Your job is get the seniors as far as you can with the talent they have. You try to get as much as you can out of that group. You got some juniors coming up with talent. We already get them on the radar and getting them into some prospects so they can go somewhere. Sophomore, you special ones, you already selling them, and freshmen, you're selling them. You got to have a system in place that can handle success. Not just be the platform. That is the way it used to be. That's all you used to have to do is be the school, the coaches would come there. But now the coaches come there and ask the coach, who you got for me? you got for me you gotta have a good answer you gotta have somebody that's plugged into hey well our freshman level we got these handful of kids that's looking like da 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 sophomore this da 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 juniors we got this and seniors right and and making calls throughout the day like you know once you do that people gonna come anyway because hey this guy cares this school cares your job is to identify the, the school that does the, the back end right. That's called the back end, right? Everybody sees the plan and all that shit. But you got to go check out the back end. Let me see how you're working out. How many times you work out? What type of workouts are you doing? Is there real trainers in there? Y'all just writing shit on the board? Let's do How do you take care of recruiting? Is there a recruiting coordinator? Does people come up to the school? How often do you? How many people have you sent to college? That's the back end shit. Fuck the color of the jerseys. Fuck the, you know what I mean? Well, we're going to California this year. What's the back end? Cuz find that shit out. How many people are do you not promote black kids here? Do you only promote white kids here? Do, what, do you know what I'm saying? Are you or do you not promote linemen here? You don't take care of the linemen? Do you only take care of the skinny girls? The, but the big girls, that's not your deal. Do, hey, do you do you worry about development or do you want superstars only? You got some questions to ask these high schools or the, and they ain't going to answer. You got to find out. You got to ask the kids. You got to ask the parents of kids that are already there. You have to do your due diligence because once you get wrapped up in these schools, you can miss a year of your career fucking with these coaches that are not valuing your time and your effort enough. Real talk. 
all this I got kids spending thousands of dollars on recruiting and doing I mean on on on, on preparing themselves mentally, physically, spiritually, everything else. And the coaches got these bullshit ass games not playing you, being political, doing this and this. And on top of that, once you start spending this money, once you start leveling up, once you start doing the thing, and then you start running into coaches and grown-ups playing games and you're paying money, you then now you have the right to go, hey, listen, I've been working my ass off and I don't understand. Can you give me an explanation? Because now it can't be about my play because I, I done worked my ass off. I'm, I'm in peak shape. I can play. My skills are there. I'm just as good as her. What's going on now? Now, before that, you really ain't got shit to say if you ain't in shape. You really ain't got shit to say if you ain't worked on your skills. You really ain't got shit to say if you ain't got a leg to stand on. But if you got five legs to stand on and you still ain't standing, you got to go to this motherfucker and say, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Cause I go to a different team. I'm not gonna sit here. You gonna keep on taking my three, four grand, my five grand, keep traveling with y'all, and wasting my parents' time coming all the way down here, and you give me three goddamn minutes. That ain't gonna work. We need to know what's going on. No, no, no. That that's the bullshit. That's again. You gotta call coach on their shit, and they might tell you, "Well, you're not fast enough. Well, you're not good enough." That's why I say you take care of that shit first. You work your ass off. You get in prime position to play. Make sure you got a leg to stand on. Make sure you can play. And then when they still ain't playing you, then we got to have a conversation. Because now you wasted my time. Maybe I need to go somewhere else. Maybe you're still judging me on who I used to be. Because I've been right in front of your face working and transforming myself into the best version of myself. And you still ain't seen me because you're still judging me on who I used to be. Sound like some political bullshit. Sound like I need to go somewhere else where they can actually see me. Don't, man, don't get me started. Man, I'll, I'll rip these fucking coaches apart. I I turn I I take so much time building these players up to have these fucking coaches try to break them down and tear them down because they got agendas to fill and they got people paying them money so they got to make this person happy and that person happy and this person bought me a drink and this person kissing my ass and I'm fucking this person's wife so I got to do this and I got to do that I don't play that shit man the kid you know what I mean like allow. Allow the real shit to happen. Let the kids leveling up, get him on the next level. The kid ain't doing enough work, then break his fucking heart because that's the only way he going to know to level his ass or her ass up. She need to actually do the work. Stop giving these kids that don't deserve it a leg up when they don't deserve it. And the kids that are really talented ain't got shit. Tell them the truth so they can actually work their ass off and get it. Stop giving them hand darts so you can control them. Tell them if they do the work, you nobody can control you. But instead, we keep giving them hands out so we can control them. So they can be thankful. So they can be our boy. They can be our niggas. No. Empower them. Teach them how they can be they, they can be the man, not be your nigga. That's what's up. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach H. Y'all got me fired the fuck up. We got gatekeepers, man. We got people not doing their job. We got people not doing their job. Empower the youth and make people better than you. That's our goal. You evidently didn't have a strong father that taught you that shit. Make sure you make them better than you. Leave it better than you found it. Real shit. Real principles that you got. You got to be living by a code, man. We live by a code here. You got to live by a code. Okay, Real Talk Tuesday, man. People know we don't live by no code. They know they can fucking buy you. They know you for sale. Build it so they can buy you. You're for sale. Ain't nobody got no time for that shit. 
Be strong, man. Be idolized. Be mortalized. Be, be, be the one that they talk about. Be the one that they build after. Be the one that they model it after. I'm so tired of these people trying to break my peoples down. But that's why I just keep building them up. I just focus on building. I don't you need to worry about nothing else. Build, build, build. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes is going down. Y'all got me fired up, man. It's got to make sure we stand on what we're supposed to do. Coaches, do your job. Get these kids to the next level. Build them up mentally. Build them up physically. Stop fucking around. Coaches being lazy. So many coaches worrying about their next job. They're not worried about you. They're not worried about these kids. They worried about how they going. Hey, the portal, I'm going to go from this level to that level. This level. Everybody focus on themselves. That's literally why I had to start a program that was consistent. That's going to have men that are consistent to these kids. They so busy talking about, you know, how black men and, and kids and such is bad despair and all this kind of shit. And then we're, we're constantly pulling the rug from up underneath them. Instead of being consistent and caring about them and giving them something consistent. These kids need consistent quality development. Consistent access to consistent quality development. That's that's the only thing I'm about providing now. All the businesses I am building all provide consistent quality development. Real talk. No bullshit, no fluff. That's what I'm doing now. Because I'm tired of waiting on everybody to do it right. I'm tired of waiting on somebody to help us. I'm tired of waiting on coaches to stop worrying about themselves. But who can blame them? The money's out there. You got to do as much you can for your family. But who fucking cares about the kid? So it got to be a group of us that care about the kid. This is why I want to be rich. So I can really just care about the kids. So I can really just build shit for the kids. This is why the devil don't let me be rich. Because he want them to fuck with our kids. Did let me get some real money, bro. I'm gonna keep building this shit. I'm gonna build stuff that's gonna that's really gonna help us. That's really gonna help us save ourselves. SOS. Save ourselves. Stop depending on everybody else. Tired of that shit. I won't depend on us. Us educate our youth. Us developing programs for our youth. Us develop right? Stop worrying about them. Stop depending on them. I'm done with that shit. And so, coaches, you are the front line of this. Mentors, you are the front line of this. Advocates, you are the front line of this. You have to model this. You have to show this. You have, we have to be this. We can't just talk that shit. You have to be it. <sighs> All right. I think I can calm down now. I think I can calm down. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes, man. I'm just fired up, man. Fired up. I'm fired up. Coaches not, not taking their job serious, not taking your duty serious. You get a you get a chance to impact the kid, man. You do what you gotta do. You take the extra time. You take the I, I give extra time all the time. Extra time. You gotta give it. What do you think God do? Extra time, he forgive you when he shouldn't forgive you, give you shit you shouldn't have, make miracles happen when you probably shouldn't happen. Be an example, coaches. Do more. Do more for your program. Or step the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? Or get some help. 
But we got one shot at this, man. We cannot be the ones that's letting these kids down. There's too many other people, other things in this world breaking them down, fucking them up. We can't be the ones playing games with them. Let them earn shit. When they earn it, then give it to them. That's not spoiling nobody. When they earn it, give it to them. Learn to earn. Teach them how to earn. Let's build a, 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 a you know, a, a, a country of strong girls, strong boys, earning it. Not giving them shit, earning it. All right. All right, I got to chill out for the day. I feel my blood pressure going. You know, it's my low blood sugar I haven't ate. I finna go eat. That's what's going on. <laughs> Time to go eat. Time to go eat. That's what's going on. I'm finna go get into some food here. All right. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Ace. It's talking recruiting. Um, it's big to find out, you know, a little recap. Find out your school. You got to find out the back end. Find out the back end before you commit to these high schools. Or you can transfer. They don't get to just keep you. They figure once you get in there and the school start getting that those dollars from the state, they don't want you to transfer. But if you get in there and find out the back end ain't right, they really don't have no emphasis on development. They really don't give a fuck about the, well, hopefully you get something, but they're not going to be pushing you. They got they literally have the strength to call coaches and say, hey, I got somebody that would be perfect for you, and they'll be down there tomorrow. They'll be down the next week. They'll make an appointment, come down there and see the whole team. They'll come. They have the, but some coaches are not. They just don't want to expend that much energy. You got to get these coaches that that want to, you know, that that dream. They love coaching. They love whatever. And they love, they love taking the team to this and doing sleepovers and doing, uh, you know, uh, this type of things and events and going bowling and going shooting and going all this kind of stuff. And you go, that now that coach loves this shit. That's the kind of coach you want. Or he got, he got a staff that is like that. Or they always got something to do. They always got, yeah, they into it. Love it. That's what you got to get into. Okay. Do your homework on these schools. Make sure they're developing kids. They're taking kids from threes to an eight. Not you go there, you a three, and you come out of four. Then now those schools ain't do shit. Real talk, putting schools on blast today. Putting coaches on blast today. You can't get you we gotta do our part for the recruiting. And so parents, make sure you do your 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 homework on where you send these kids to. How how into it is the kids? The kid is, the, is I mean, is the coach? The coach is into coaching his, you know, teaching his class and t- coaching the team, and he don't want to do nothing else. It's just like a player. If a player just go to practice and go to the game, but that motherfucker don't do no extra workout, you ain't got no great player. That's the same thing with a coach. You ain't no fucking great coach if you won't go the extra mile to go call a college coach, do extra workouts to make sure development is right. If you are back, I'm just used to. Then you need it's time to go. It's time to go. The new coach, unfortunately, you got to handle all that shit. It got to be workouts. It got to be college. You got to be, you got to be checking social media. You got to be, yeah, yeah, no, that's what it is. It's like college. It's real. That's why all these coaches stepping down because they, they just want to just show up to the game. We need a new era of coaches that's willing to step up to the plate and be that. But the money got to be there and, and that's tough too. That's tough too. But First, what needs to happen is you got the love, got to be the responsibility, got to be there. The, the money come after that. You got to sacrifice and dedicate first. Then it comes. 